Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. And we are updating everything that's kind of happened in the last, I don't know, week or so. Good God, Matt. Fast and furious. Good God. Fast and furious, Matt. Too fast, too furious. It is fast and furious. It is becoming the fate of the furious soon. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. I wonder if anybody gets these jokes. I doubt it. If they do, thank you. And if they don't, well, thank you, I guess. (laughs) No, go see them. Let's talk about the ones the governor signed. Let's do it. So let's start with LD513, which was an act to limit the number of students and prevent the addition of grade levels at virtual public charter schools. Right. What this one did is it... uh, the to- says the total enrollment at all virtual public charter schools authorized by the commission may not exceed 1,000 students, and that a virtual public charter school authorized by the commission may not expand to serve a grade level not included in the school's initial charter contract or for a school whose charter was renewed prior to November 1st, 2019, the renewed charter contract. Well, I guess that's kind of what they were looking for when they started this one, right? I guess so. One thing I found very interesting about this one, that I haven't seen this yet. I mean, I, I could be mistaken because maybe I wasn't looking carefully because, you know, that sounds like a lot of work, is that this bill is a, now a law, but it does not have the governor's signature. Uh, What? What? Yeah, I'm looking at it right here, and it says, and it was one of those that got passed by both the House and Senate, but then just stayed and didn't, you know, it just didn't get signed, so it just kind of went into law. Interesting. Yep, and I don't, I, I don't know if there was politics behind that, or if it was just one of those, you know, it, it, it slipped between the cracks of a couple of drawers or underneath a chair somewhere. I don't know. In the closet underneath the stairs, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe it got caught up in someone's uh, shoe and got brought down to that sub-level basement B where they were having the immunization testimony. Uh, we think that's over, right? But we're not sure, even though it's law? It's it's law, but is it? Is it? <laughs> uh, let's do the next one. It used to be LD1168, which was a resolve to improve Maine's response to childhood trauma. Yes. And that's it. It's, 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 so, it's a resolve. A couple of whereas is on there, and it's going to create a task force. Going to create a task force um, on childhood trauma response. So one of the things that I saw that I liked as I'm looking at the amendment was they added some whereas. That's kind of a rare thing, too. They obviously, listeners. I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. Well, well quite frankly, well, let's let's be honest with our with our listeners. We're we're very happy that you're listeners, but we we definitely prefer the downloading. So if they're down, <laughs> also if they're if they're if they're listening, great. But we also need the downloads to get that sweet Let's spicy dill chip, the pickle chip dollars. That's, that's that's very very true. Let's do the next one, which was LD thirteen forty one, which was an act to provide flexibility for efficient and effective management of school management and leadership centers. Oh wow! Yeah, the whole the whole the whole thing is eleven pages of what we're going to talk about today. I will say I have not read all of this one because it's eleven pages. No, again, yeah. So I skipped all the way down to the summary, and it says that the amendment retains the substance of the bill, but changes the name of regional service centers to education service centers. Defines something, does something like this, but basically keeps everything and the name just cleans it up a little bit. You know, I'm 
flipping through, and that's exactly all it does. It just changes some language. I, sure. I like that. It's not not a big deal. Hey, yeah, fix things up. Last night, um, I had to fix a faucet. Got to fix things in your home. Got to fix things in legislation. Uh, no jokes come to quick come to mind that quickly right here. So uh, let's move on then, because this is so much fun. This one talks about E-rate. This is uh, LD-1262, an act to allow funds from the federal E-rate program to be applied to main preschool programs. Yeah, I remember we talked uh, a bit about this one early in the session, and we weren't quite sure if it was going to, you know, siphon fund, uh, funding away from the bigger, uh, the other districts or whatnot. But either way, there it is now. Yeah, so I'm looking at it, and it used to be a concept draft. And uh, I love it when it says, this amendment strikes and replaces the bill. <laughs> that, so it's basically got something brand new. They do that a lot. Yeah, I don't get it. I wish I understood more about that stuff. But <laughs> holy moly. It's like we're going to go through all of the public hearings and testimony and gather input. And then you we're going to change it all. It's anyway. kind of like, why would we do all those podcasts for the public hearings and work sessions and do all of that work when the, when we could just wait till the end and just tell everyone things like, hey, here's what it was going to be, but really here's what it is. Did, did we... Uh, believe me, that that thought has crossed my mind too. Did, did we bite off a bit more than we could chew this year? <laughs> <laughs> I you certainly know the do. That one, sure. <laughs> All right, let's move on to, let's see, three more that the governor has signed, sort of, I guess, since, since I just found that out. LD1538, which was another resolve that was directing the Public Higher Education Systems Coordinating Committee to study compensation equity among public higher education institutions. Yep. So is everyone getting paid equitably? Check it out. Study it. Let us know. And they have their a report, a report is due yeah, back to them during the uh, second regular session of the 129th. So they got to do it quickly. Uh, yes. And it's good that they struck and replaced the bill with a whole brand new resolve, which is basically from what I'm seeing, just basically a, uh, Figured out who is going to be on the committee and what they're studying. I know they did that again, uh, but still, what they the did heck? it again? One question I have for you before we get to these next two: a lot of these ones the governor is signing right now are look to be like late session ones from the numbers, I like it, yeah, the like thirteen hundreds and fifteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds. Why not any of the early ones? Because we've only done the governor signed what maybe thirty education ones. Uh I don't know. Let's let, let me do. I can do a quick tab. Tab. Can you just do some like uh Holding music while I do a quick little tabulation. Da, 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 yeah, it's something da. like 30. But they all seem pretty late. I don't know. Maybe it's just that we're doing all these late ones now and it's, it becomes more apparent. I, I, I don't know. Let's move on to the next one then. Since we've only got two left that the governor has signed, another resolve, uh, LD1566, a resolve to... De- to, to determine ways to increase the number of recipients under the tuition waiver program for our participants in foster care. We didn't talk about no, this we one didn't. that long ago, uh, but this one does uh, review the program and identifies barriers and reports to the committee again next session. Uh, and then they're going to put a bill in. So that it changed from yes. a bill to a resolve. Uh, yeah, well, and they, that's what they, I guess they do. They do is they it, say, right? "Well, we don't know. We we like the idea of this, 
because I think this happened with another like a CTE comprehensive high school thing. I think they they changed that from like a bill or something to say we like the idea of this, but we're not sure we want to put it into law yet. So let's let's study it more. Let's 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 keep going. Let's not kill it and start all over again. Let's keep going with this. And this happens with the very next one also, uh, which was LD sixteen forty one. It was an act to strengthen the school transportation workforce. And now it is a resolve to examine issues relating to the school transportation workforce, uh, because again, too late in the session, can't figure it all out. Uh, let's talk about it over the summer and the fall. And yeah, do something so it's, it's definitely it. saying we, we care about this, but drop back and punt. Hey, sometimes, yeah, it's all about field sometimes position, you right? have to in order to win the game, right? Maybe, maybe even take a safety <laughs> or bring out Doug Flutie and position. do a uh, right. do a, one of those little uh, kicks. That's a fair point. That was the yeah, end of what, what the we have. Said I mean, they, she's been they've been doing a lot, um, and we we every time every day we so we look or two days like there's another four three bills that have been signed. So uh, who knows how schools are going to deal with all this stuff? You know, because there's so much. That's a good point. I wonder how many pens are on Governor Mills's desk right now, and how many has she had to replace because of I, all the signing? I don't she's know. I, I I don't know, but I'm sure the folks at BIC are very happy. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay. Uh, so next we are going to move on to ones that have gone through the House or the Senate or both. And we're going to start with one uh, that has gotten a lot of press lately, but it wasn't one that went through the Education Committee. It went through Labor. It went yeah, through LD 240. Uh, this was originally called an act to allow public employers of teachers to negotiate regarding educational policies. This one has had a lot of discussion. And if you remember back from the testimony, uh, it was so it was split right down the middle. Teachers on one side saying, yes, let us negotiate ed policy. And then there on the other side, it was the uh, ed, uh, superintendents and school boards saying, please don't let them do this. This is not a good idea. And so some folks listened and they amended the bill by striking out the title of it and substituting the following. So they changed the title to an act to allow public employers of teachers to negotiate regarding planning and prep periods. And then they went and struck out the entire rest of the bill and (laughs) added some lines into uh, the section when it comes to uh, negotiations regarding planning and prep periods. So well, planning and prep. And and yesterday, as we record this, yesterday they, they talked a lot about this in the house. Yeah. And we were watching it uh, through the magic we were. of the it was, it was It was a very interesting, very interesting discussion. I'm not sure if I'm going that far as interesting. I am 99% sure that nobody really yeah, it, knew what it, they were talking about. A lot of the testimony seemed very clear to me that they had prepared statements like weeks ago. And then this amendment came up like last, like a couple days ago, last <laughs> minute type change. And so you see these people reading the these whole long statements of this is bad. It's going to create these other things. It's going to do all this other stuff. But I understand there's been an amendment added. Then you see them start shuffling their papers and moving side to side and not really sure where they're going to go next. And it was very, very comical. Government in action. Was that in action two words or one word? Government in action. Oh, that is for our listeners to figure out, I would say. So anyway, it needed, I believe, was it 71 votes? Yeah, it needed 71 votes to pass. And I think it got 71 votes. 
Yeah. So the outcome that you texted me yesterday was 71 to 69. That's right. It was with so, nine so, yeah. so absent and one to, to pass this, 71 votes, they got exactly 71. 69 were against. And if you look at the roll call, there were a number of folks like uh, Brennan and Farnsworth, or maybe not Farnsworth, I mean Cornfield, um, who were against this, who, who voted very much against this. So it was it was very close. And I think the Senate's picking it up sometime either today or tomorrow, because that's how they've been doing things. Just that they've been kind of, they've been kind of doing it either the same day oh, wow. or the next day because they're, you know, they're trying to be done by June 16th, which last time I checked is like tomorrow or yesterday or really soon, whichever way you want to look at it. <laughs> it is super yeah. fast that they are planning. Right when they through, say, you know, when they say, they sure. know, the Senate session is going to start at sure. 10 o'clock. And you go okay, online well, to see if the Senate session's on and it's not on. And you come back at like 1040 and it's still not going. You know, you, you wonder, you don't really wonder why they're not getting stuff done. You know, stick to deadlines, people. Deadlines matter. Well, you know, speaking of that, I also saw yesterday that she was talking, the Speaker Gideon was talking, and she was coming like to the end of the day. She's, this is our last one to talk about. So if we could wrap this up. And I'm like, it's... It's literally like 310 right. in the afternoon. And they had nothing else on the schedule. Get it done. They did this last session too. They had like four hour days and were wondering why you. they had to come back for some special sessions. And I, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they had a point. You know, they 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 get they get paid these, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to do all this work. You think you'd think they'd be able to to you know do their jobs. No. Uh, yeah, I guess not. They get paid obviously. penance. Sure, let's go ahead. Uh, okay, want to do the next one? LD six forty two, which is an act regarding kindergarten readiness. Yes, for this has actually gone through both hearing. the House and the Senate, and is now currently sitting on the appropriations table. And the amended version of what this basically did was it said, you know, because the original bill bill uh, had a strong preference, or pretty much only preference, to American Sign Language, and this one said, well, let's add another another option because American Sign Language might not be the only option for a person who is hard of hearing because English or another language might be another option as well. Right. So they just cleaned up some language there. But yeah, that's that's just that's sitting on appropriations. It does add um, tw- a little over $21,000 to the 2019-2020 uh, fiscal year, um, which is why it's there. So our next one is LD1043, an act to establish Ooh, universal public preschool programs. We did talk about this one. And the amendment is minimal, but it does push off some of the time frame, which I think was one of the, the things they, they I remember them talking about. Instead of it starting in the 2021 school year, they're moving it to the 23-24 school year. So it gives them some times to ramp up and some funding options, and uh, it it really gives them some some time and figure out how they're going to pay for all of this one. So it puts it off for about yeah, and and we and that'd be about four I, years. I, I don't so. know. I don't really like this because it just keeps kicking it down the road, and it just delays it to an entirely new administration potentially. And on the how depending on how things go um, politically, this bill could be completely dead in four years. And I don't know. I don't. I don't like the fact that they that they kicked it down so much, so very much. I get that it's a lot of money. I understand that it's it's a huge expense. It's also, however, an incredibly high need. And those of us in education know that early intervention really matters. 
So I'm a bit disappointed by that. Well, I'm I'm looking at the fiscal note right now, and it does add seven million dollars to the general fund for the year for the fiscal year 2021 uh, towards achieving the goal. So it, it does kick in that was some for the money, early adopters, right? Uh, immediately for yeah, it's for early adopters. So it does. I think everybody's on board with yes, this is needed, but that would be a lot of money to do for next year or the year after. So I. I'm a little disappointed, but I understand why they did it. And at least they kicked in a little bit right now. Uh, at least the proposed yeah, that budget, hasn't gone through. not the actual budget yet. Let's move to the next one. If I'm not mistaken, this combines a couple of bills together. So I wanted to ask you about that one. This one is LD1050, an act to require education about African-American history. That, it and absolutely does. It takes the, the history it was a bill of genocide. About, um, Obviously, the one about the Holocaust, which was the main source of this particular, uh, I think this was the LD for for that one. Um, uh, yeah, 1050 was the LD for Holocaust. So it changed the title, um, no longer about the Holocaust. But then it, it blended in LD 700, which was a resolve uh, to promote the inclusion of African-American history and culture in the curricular offerings of school administrative units. So it's kind of, like you said, blended the two together. And I think that it's what is really good here. What's really, what's really great here is that it yeah. the original the I, 1700 was a resolve to promote the inclusion of African American history. It was kind of saying, you know, let's just wait until the next round. But this is saying, nope, we're going to make sure that we include it. And you're going to convene. You're going to convene two advisory groups, collect information, yeah. prepare, make available materials for teaching the African American history and the culture and the history of genocide. And provides that the addition of this history and genocide to the school curriculum takes effect July 1st, 2020, so as to be in effect for the 2020-21 school year. So they have a year to plan. Yeah, I think I that too. is a really cool way to, to put things together. And, and I'm looking, that was a House yeah. amendment. So that happened on the floor and adopted by the House and Senate. So they're like, well, yeah, it's kind of less paperwork, sort of. So it kind of works out nicely. So I thought that's what happened, but I just wanted to make sure on that. Let's let's do this next one here. It's a LD thirteen sixty nine. It is an act to create an additional pathway to certify industrial arts teachers to foster career and technical subjects in main schools. It was all about when I went to school. I had an industrial arts and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for that. And this was great. And then I remember uh, Representative Cornfield getting up and saying, okay, folks, yeah. um, let's go over this now. An industrial arts teacher is not a CTE teacher. You're bringing industrial arts into the CTE, but this isn't that. Yep. This is to do C career and technical subjects in high schools or in K to eight schools. And this is really reducing the requirements for certification for teachers to be teaching in there. It has absolutely nothing to do with CTE. And the other side says, yeah, but we like CTE. So we're going to support this bill. And then Cornfield's like, what? Come on, huh? With their hand, arms out the side going, what is happening here? It went originally, the majority report was ought okay. not to pass. That failed in the Senate. So then they went to the minority ought to pass yep. as amended, and that passed to be engrossed. So then the House took it up to enact it, and that enactment failed. So I don't know where we are. I don't know if they were enacting the ought to pass as amended, if they were trying to enact <laughs> the ought not to pass. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing. They've had several votes on this thing, and all have failed. 
This is LD1370, which used to be an act to address violent behavior on the podcast. Oh, no, I mean in the classroom. And now it is an act to address yes. dangerous behavior in the classroom. So, so what this does, again, they changed the title. Noticing a theme out here, folks. Everything, and now it, yeah, it's really strange. But it it basically has three main pieces, uh, and this is the majority report of the committee. It changed the focus from violent behavior to dangerous behavior, and then defined dangerous behavior. It amends the process in the bill regarding investigations, which is you know fairly straightforward, I, I would say, and the main part. What that the, the interesting part to me was it moves the provisions in the bill regarding the counting of sick leave of a public school employee from dangerous behavior to the main revised statute. So basically, you can't count time away if you're injured through this dangerous behavior against your sick leave, which was one of the big parts of the testimony. Uh, and then it adds a mandate preamble, uh, a mandamble. You can't go you can't go wrong with those. Uh, let's go to the next one, LD-1549, an act to s- increase the supplement for certain national board for um, professional teaching standards certified teachers in Maine. And I wasn't sure where this was going to go when, when the uh, testimony went through, but basically they liked it, but just changed the cost a little bit. At least there's something, because I was really worried they were just going to say, no, we can't afford any of this one, because it was changing the supplement from 3000 up to 9000 if you're in a, a school uh, that has more than 50% free and reduced, and instead of 9000 it's up to, to 5000 it's That's not bad. You know, it's a good start. So the, the part that I like about it, the second part uh, uh the amendment directs the DOE to calculate the full funding for NBCT salary supplements and report back next next uh, session to see uh, what, what the actual cost is going to be. So there might be some some future bill next session about this one. Uh, all right. We've drawn on this nonsense for another half hour. We've subjected our listeners to this again. Uh, and as, as you know, it never ends. So we're just going to keep on going and review the next time we have something that comes out probably sometime uh, mid to late next week. We'll have an update for you. 